the largest hedge in Britain is in Blair Gowrie. It's 100 foot high and 1,700 feet long. That'll keep us out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, fucking better, dear, because you're not going to be a part of the same country soon. Okay. I'm leaving. Yeah. getting out. Okay. See ya. Hi, I'm Ian. He's Ollie. Hello. He's doing a bad Scottish accent. It's uh, us just chatting about Scottish films. It's the Guys on Film podcast. Well, some people have won Oscars for bad Scottish accents. Don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who? Fine. Who's who's won an Oscar? Well, I mean, he, you know, I mean, he won Mel Gibson. He, I mean, it, you know, the the film won Oscars, didn't it? So yeah, but he didn't win it for the accent. He did the, best Scottish they, they accent. Didn't, they didn't say, <laughs> yeah, they didn't say. Look, let's give this guy a best accent award, best Scottish accent award. Yeah, they did. But okay, look, we haven't got time to we haven't got time to verify this now. It's if not you, even that. It's best Scottish accent for an Australian. In a <laughs> yeah. Picture. Oh yeah, it's it's that weird year where they you know they really tried to please everybody, <laughs> but ultimately everybody left depressed. Um, yeah. Right. So in this episode, what are we covering, Ollie? We are a trying to cheer you up after the last two weeks with a failed um, pod sodes. Uh, but for, first, we're going to... Tr- this week g- on How Ollie Fails... Uh, how Ollie Will Continue to Let Me Down. I'm not going to let you down. And that's going to let you down. Here Are you go. sure that this will record okay? Should I be recording? <laughs> no, that's Pete's joke. Um, so the first thing, Seggy One. Hey, welcome back, Seggy One. It's been a long time. Um, so we're going to do a little bit... Well, of- it's not, because we've done them on the other ones that you just lost. Yeah, I know. Well, listen, we're going to do a Price is Right um, style high-low competition for um, Collectomania 24, which is at the Birmingham NEC uh, between the 3rd and the 4th of June this year. So this is a um, a collector's con where people go and they purchase signatures off potentially famous people. Um, okay. And we'll be putting you to the test. The way you described that was like it was it was kids in school who had a chance of being famous in the future because they're potentially famous, and it's a gamble. It's like that one looks like they might be famous in the future. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go for that one. Yeah, that uh, that would be. I mean, that would be good. We should set that up. It sounds like a good scam. <laughs> um, and um, do you have anything to do with this particular event? Are you are you plugging it or something? No, it just it came up on my Facebook. Um, news feed and uh, I followed the link and set up a deal with the organiser you're taking all the money and you haven't told me anything about it I am pretty much embroiled in it now Um, majority (laughs) stakeholder Uh, so yeah uh, you know I'm sponsored by them now so if you if you could call me um, collectorman from now on that would be that would be great you're so embroiled your health literally depends on it yeah um so and then for our four ox deep dive what four x deep dive what where are uh, we uh, where what are was we it on? you tried to do there <laughs> oh, oh. oh yeah oh, right okay. but i mean i thought you were just saying x weird scottish people don't say x like ox 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, Carl, I'll have three from the front and one ox. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't get to choose your letters in... No, in but Canada. nobody nobody calls an X an ox either. Okay. <laughs> Two wrongs o- don't make a right anyway, so... What, ox. What? <laughs> Two ox make an ox. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are we what are we deep diving into? Deep dive into my motherland. Okay, your motherland. Motherland, Motherwell. Uh, I'm not from Motherwell though. Yeah, I'm from so, Scotland, generically. Uh, yeah, so from Fort William. So we'll be deep diving into uh, the film. Uh, wrong, dead wrong. <sighs> Sorry, I, I am butting into you all the time in this, Ollie. But this yeah. is one where I think uh, since you're meant to be cheering me up, I'm just going to do that. But okay. I'm not from Fort William. Oh. I was born in Aberdeen. Okay. The the granite city. It's right. made of stone. Like me, I'm hard as fuck. Uh, um, debatable. <laughs> and um, I hail from... Is that what you say when you've grown up somewhere? I don't know. Basically, I, I grew, up, grew up in Fort <laughs> yeah, William. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Fighting out of Fort William. Yeah, you can say yeah. that if you want. I mean, I don't know how I mean, well it's going to go down. I don't fight, so yeah, that's twice I've been wrong. But yes, I'm from. Uh, I was born on the east coast, but I lived on the west. So I mean, I, I've got both sides of the posse on my side. Okay, that sounds that sounds good. Um, so yeah, we'll be deep diving into the films and the actors slash actresses of Scotland. No, we should probably do a you the viewer. Hopefully this one's from Scotland. Yeah. If not, there's been a catastrophic failure. If not, whoever we get to do it will be talking in a in a Mel Gibson esque style Aussie Scots accent. Cool. Yeah. Seggy one. Jingle. Guys on Bill. Yeah, but guys, we're talking about Bill. It's the Guys on Bill podcast for real. You know what guys talk about Bill. It's the Guys on Bill podcast for real. Okay, so you won. Okay, so Ian, do you know what a con is? When I would uh, say comic con or a horror con. Um, a comic con. That's where there's a bunch of comics and... Yep. Basically, uh, people try to sell them to Sean Connery for as much as possible. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hiya. <laughs> um, that's actually where he got his name from. So, no, okay, a con, a, a convention. <laughs> I've only just got that very, very good there. A conner, yeah, I get it. So... This it made particular... it less funny that you then laboured it afterwards. So this particular convention is... <laughs> is called collectomania and what it seems to be collectomania collectomania so what it seems to be at a comic con or a sci-fi con or a horror con or any any one of these conventions there's always a a part of the hall set out for people to steal things from well no for (laughs) for actors of various uh tv programs and films and you know maybe even sometimes they're just simply extras and they they happen to be walking past Patrick Stewart in, you know, Star Trek in one scene and they're so going to get an autograph. You've kind of brought this up before. I think you went to one and you mentioned it on the Wrestlers podcast because I mentioned that they go to these conventions and they sign... The, you know, we were talking about The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke. Yeah. 
And you mentioned there was something that similar scene. to this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, there was that bit in the first podcast. Yeah, so it's like that. So, but this one is specifically about the people, the actors, the stars. They're there. They're from the world of the stage and the screen and even the sports field. And you're going to basically go there and you can get a, a signature off them, essentially, or a photograph for money. Okay. And it's not cheap, let me tell you that. Okay. You're going to need to take somebody. So what we're going to do is <laughs> we're going to play... It can be at the Sean Connery stall, maybe. No, <laughs> they'd be haggling all the way. Okay. And it, uh, if you found out how much the person next to him was selling them for, I'm sure he'd try and undercut them as well, so... <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> uh, okay, so what's what's the score here? What what? Okay. What am I answering? So I'm going to go through a list of the stars that are going to be there at Collector Mania 24, and okay. you're going to guess whether roughly how much you're going to be asking for a signature. Have you seen the the Bruce Forsyth game show where he says uh, for you to guess if the card is higher or lower? And he says things like, higher than a six, you say? Yes, I have, yeah. Right. Well, it's basically that. So I'm going to give you the first one, and then you're going to guess if the next one is higher slash lower. (laughs) Okay, are you going to do the Brucey bits? Yes. Excellent. Okay, so the first one. The name, lady actor... Kristen Renton. Uh, she she wasn't no 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 listen, she's gonna cost you fifteen pounds. I've got to give you the first one. Fifteen quid for a signature. Okay? Okay. So she's a So she's low... been in she's been in Ghouls, the movie Ghouls from two thousand and eight. And I, I find it really hard to say ghouls. You find it hard to say everything, mate, so I'm unsurprised by that one. Well, can you say it? Ghouls. Ghouls. As in ghosts, goblins, and ghouls. Ghouls. Yeah, I think I'm really struggling over the bit. Uh, So she's also in CSI Miami and Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Oh, Sons of Anarchy. Okay. So how many episodes of Sons of Anarchy? Like ten or something. One incidental background. (laughs) One incidental. She was just basically wearing a a motorcycle helmet (laughs) in one scene. I want you to tell me whether or not. Sylvester McCoy is higher or lower and give me a rough price. He's got to be higher. He's got to be higher. So higher than Kristen Redton, you say? Trying to work out what type of people would go to this. Um, people who want... who want um, uh, So anyway... People Sylvester who want McCoy. to resell them on eBay afterwards. Yeah, exactly. So what we're we saying, Sylvester McCoy, higher or lower? I, Gut instinct says higher, but I feel like you're shafting me somehow. I feel like this is too easy for the first one. Well, it's not. It is higher. How much higher do you think it is? Okay, right, great. So I think because it's a fan convention thing and... So this uh, this man's from... So he's from The Hobbit and he's from Doctor Who. Yeah, Doct- exactly. So this he's got big, like the, big ner- boy the nerd thing down. Yeah. Um, he's also Scottish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> See what I did there? I think it's mainly the Doctor Who thing that will get him over the crowd, maybe. She was 15. He's 22? It's it's in fives. So it's, oh. in, it's in multiples of five. I'll give you a... 20? Yeah, so he's 20. 
Well done. You made it, you've just made it a lot easier by saying it's multiples of five. You're going to come and don't, don't say that. You're going to, you're going to be eating your words in a minute. So the next one, Neil McDonough. Does the name ring, ring a bell? Neil what? McDonough. McDonough? Yeah. Or McDonough? I don't know, mate. How just M C D O N O U G H? Yeah, don't know. McDonough, maybe. I don't know. Okay, so he's in Captain America. He's in Band wow. of Brothers. He's the baddie in Walking Tall. And he was in Marine 3, Homefront. So he's the one with the, the blonde hair and the crazy blue eyes. <sighs> mate, I don't know what this guy looks like at all. So I'm going to go with. Fifth. So. What are you saying, higher or lower than Sylvester McCoy? I mean, if he was in Captain America's. Captain America's? <laughs> I mean, if we're talking Captain America's uh, rather than Doctor Who's. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, because I I think, like, just the value of the films doesn't give the person name value. Since I don't yeah. know who the fuck he is, I'm saying lower. I'm going back to 15. <sighs> Ooh, but I'm eating my words. Lower than Sylvester McCoy, you say? You're wrong. You're dead wrong. He's actually higher at £45. What a fucking prick. Yeah. I don't I don't yeah. like this guy. No, exactly. McDonough, McDonald's, McDonald's, yeah. the what Mac an... Daddy. Yeah. More like the Mac Doody. Not up for it. 45 no. quid for a picture? Just for an autograph, mate. For not What?! So yeah. you bring your own shit? Yeah. Do you yeah. buy the picture separate and he, he'll sign it? Okay, fine. That's, that's pretty bad, that's isn't a nightmare. it? 45 yeah. quid. Yeah, 45 quid. I so mean, he's got to pay for the Sharpies. He better have a Sharpie rather than just like a, <laughs> a, a, a bit. He better At have least. one of the, you know, you know those gold pens or silver pens? Yeah. yeah better and he have better, one of those. And he better bloody blow on it as well. <laughs> Yeah, make sure it doesn't drift afterwards. Oh, smudged. Oh, sorry, mate. Cost you another 45 for a second. Yeah, please. for a non-smudged one. This this all feels very sad, doesn't it? You're not cheering me up, Ollie. This is a depressing area of the world that we're in. Uh, the world of entertainment's bottom-feedingest pit. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but, Look, let's, mean, let's try and get you back. Okay, so Jeffrey, Jeffrey Combs. What does he do? Reanimator. Oh. So you know he's from Reanimator, From Beyond, Robot Jocks, and House on Haunted Hill. So he's a fully B movie actor since Reanimator. Yeah. I'm going to go. And we're, and we're now moving on from McDonough, right? Yeah, so McDonough was a cool 45. 45, 45. You can buy a brand new PlayStation 4 game for his scrawl. I know, but the you know twenty to thirty hours of joy that you'll get from that, you know, he's he's going to be on your shelf forever. <laughs> you can look at that signature for way more than twenty to thirty hours. It may even come with achievements and trophies and DLC. You never know. The smudged gold um, leaf <laughs> will begin to peel off after a mere month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Jeffrey Combs, what are you saying? Higher or lower? Um is it I think this this is serious, right? Is it Combs as in the hair straightening or kit? Combs or uh, right so it's spelled like that, is it? It's spelled like Combs is in hair, Combs. Okay. I thought you were maybe saying cones like traffic cones. No. 
Combs. I mean, it could be it could be pronounced Combs for all I know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say he's oh, Laura. I'm going to say Jeffrey Combs. I'm going Laura. Okay, so lower than guess? Neil McDonough, you say? You're correct. Twenty-five. Fifteen. Oh, all right. Well, that's fair. I mean, that guy knows his value. How much? How much would Connery be getting? Well, he's got to stay competitive. <laughs> <laughs> This is a marketplace after all. <laughs> and if, if it's full of kleptomaniacs, fucking hell, they'll have it right out of your bloody hand. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what you would be. I would say 100, but, I mean, he's he's ready and very much open to bartering. Okay, moving on. I'll barter the shite out of that wee one. Coming so, here, st- stealing my pens. So this one, Michael Shanks. <laughs> Saves <laughs> in Stargate SG One, uh-huh. Mega Mega Snake. So this is the reason I've chose this guy. Basically, Stargate SG One, Mega Snake. Which uh-huh. I, I don't know. I feel like it needs to be seen. But uh, when when I went away with Mandy for to Nottingham and we started watching Arachnoquake. <laughs> it was about um, it was about an earthquake. I, where, think, I, I mean, I, I kind of understand. Where that's going, Ian. I'll tell you. What, I'll tell you what it is, right? Um, so, what it is? Yeah, there's an earthquake, and uh, the no, spiders. What you, don't, what you failing to understand is that rather than spiders coming out of of this thing, it's actually PlayStation One era graphics that are coming out of the earthquake, <laughs> which is which is quite incredible. Um, and also, the sound design's great because, like, basically. All they've done is put eagle sounds over the spiders. They haven't even mixed a horse or a, or an alligator, and it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So Michael Shanks, um, Stargate SG One, uh, Mega Snake, and Steve Austin's Tactical Force. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. So Jeremy Combs, fifteen quid. How much? How much is Michael Shanks asking for? Let's go higher and let's go 20. Shanks very much. <laughs> okay, so higher than Jeffrey Combs, you say? Correct. Yes. At £35. Oh, God, these these young B-movie actors are just desperate for the money. They just, I mean, think about all the games they're going to be able to buy. He's like, I'm going to buy Skyrim. Well, he's probably just going to buy that and then... Sit at home. Skyrim, anal, fun in the sky. So he's going to sit at home, basically playing that because, like I do, it saves me money because I don't have to buy anything else. And, and it deals just... with all your rimming pleasure. And he's got all of these 35 quids coming in. <laughs> so, okay, so that's quid. one 35 quid, that's two 35 quids, you know. <laughs> just imagine, you sat there and you're signing your signature and from beginning to end, in your head you're thinking, that was 35 quid. In your head, you're thinking, God, I don't know what 335 quids is. <laughs> <laughs> 35, there's another 35. You know. Oh, God, I've lost count. <laughs> I'm not shaking your hand. That's another fiver. <laughs> I wonder if, any, if you could get a happy ending with any of these signatures. How is that a cost? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not Lesto. It's Birmingham. Oh yeah, skin mind. on skin, skin on skin slide with John Barrowman. <laughs> okay, so we've got two more for you. Is John Barrowman in this? He is. Okay, but 
he's he's forty five quid, and I, I think that was fairly obvious that he was going to be big money. Yeah, but I don't know because he's sort of relatively famous person still. Like he'll go on a chat show now and then. I just thought yeah. like maybe he'd have some self control. <laughs> so basically, you think that these people have got no self control? Well, they've got no. <laughs> Uh, what's the word? Val, not valor. Valor. Just no honor. fucking, no fucking shame. <laughs> but if people will, if people are going to buy it, Ian, you know the thing we should do here is probably go and 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 film a, an investigative investigative uh, documentary on collector cons. Yeah. Okay. I'm. We should up probably for it. do that. Me too. When is this okay, one? June the third to the fourth. Do you want to go? Yeah, we can go and interview some people with like just loads of 35 quids in their pocket <laughs> yeah why are you here not in, don't interview the people who are famous just uh oh yeah no the people who were who were spending the money that's who i who i want to who i'd want to talk to you know what that's 35 quid you think think of the things you could buy but i mean maybe they are reselling them i don't know but this is what we need these are the questions that need answers ian i mean you'd never get an interview with these people anyway they charge you about three thousand pounds oh shit you're right yeah so the next one this guy's a wrestler Ian the honky the honky tonk man have you heard of so you've heard of the honky tonk man yeah looks like Elvis continental champion right okay he he was part of a tag team partnership called the rhythm and blues were they good Mm, it wasn't really my time but I mean I know of them quite well okay so how much how much do you think you're asking for a a honky tonk sig one that he smoked himself (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just just to the just to the writing. <laughs> oh, let us, mate. Right, honky tonk man. What did we say the last guy was? Thirty five. Yes. I'm gonna say lower, but not by an awful lot. Just a little bit lower. Um, okay. I d- there aren't any other wrestlers on this thing, are there? No, he's the only no. one. Yeah, so it's not it's not attracting a big wrestling crowd. I'm gonna say he's gonna go lower. Um, okay. <laughs> and it's it's higher, is it? Like, just, just, just keep going. I was just going to say lower, but not by much. I would say twenty-five. He has quite a big name in wrestling for those sort of convention things, but I mean, I'd say twenty-five maybe. Okay, so lower than Michael Shanks, you say? Well, he is lower. You are okay. right. So you have got, you have got the point. Not that we're doing points. Fifteen pounds. Okay, fine. Yeah, I mean, he knows his value at this thing. <laughs> he knows his value. <laughs> He's got valor. Yeah, he's got shame. <laughs> okay, so the last one, and you're not going to believe this. This may make you feel sad and a little bit like, why? And don't do it. <laughs> Paul Gascoigne. Oh, man. I know. Okay. What do, you, what do you reckon? I don't know. It seems like predominantly movie-based. But yeah. Uh, Paul, Paul but there is, there is a lot of... Well. There is a lot of um, Sports personalities, you've got Frank Bruno. Um, oh, okay. And a, a right. few others. But looking down the list, I saw Paul Gascoigne and I thought, ooh, you know. I mean, you know, everybody already knew that he's fallen from the highest highs. So, I mean, this is yeah. fine. At least it's productive. I'm going to go with higher, certainly, than the £15. Yeah. Uh, but I will make a guess at 50. You, 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 you're good. It's a good guess. It's 40. Okay. But with a roast chicken and a copy of the Sun as well, so. Oh mate, no, nah, that was that's low. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> life scores. 
Sure. Joining me now, I've got Andy Samberg, uh, Samuel L. Allen, the Kangol flat cat wearing singer of Funky Town, um, winner of the Ian Smith Matinee movie pack, including two X roller desserts and the, um, what do you call it, Universal Soldier box set. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's Alan Sambles. Hi, everyone. Uh, Welcome to the show. Listener, first time caller. <laughs> Um, have you actually listened to all the podcasts? Uh, I have the last two still to listen to. All right, but you're pretty up to date overall. Yeah. That's a good innings. Um, yeah. Right, I've got quite a few things to ask you because um, I've got um, extra questions relating to the, the prize that you won. So I'm going to go through the first lot now. I'll just crack into it. So what was the last film you saw, the most recent one? Uh, that would be Logan Cinema. Cool. Uh, last weekend. So if you if you listen to the last two that we have we've done, we gave our opinions on that a little bit. But what did you think of it? Yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, just I didn't I didn't know Stephen Merchant was in it, uh, not that it was a massively uh, important part or that cool. But it was just nice seeing him. I thought Patrick Stewart and it was just brilliant. Yeah, he was kind of a wee bit, a wee bit different than. Yeah, he's kind of like the funny light relief sometimes because he kept just saying yeah. like, like him swearing on screen is quite funny, but then also just the things he was saying like were quite funny. Um, yeah, I I liked it a lot as well. And Ollie and I were actually saying that we thought there was loads of Terminator Two references in it, um, yeah. like just certain things i mean you can listen back to that podcast but there are just certain um little thing the way things were shot and stuff like that we thought were um kind of nodding at terminator 2 a little bit um as well as like loads of other stuff but cool um what would you rate it out of 10 uh, i'd probably give it a nine cool uh, the, the one thing that i would let it down i don't know if i should say like the spoiler if anyone doesn't want to hear what Alan's one thing that he didn't like about Logan was, then um, you can go fuck yourself. Cool. Sorted. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a wee bit of a letdown that they just used young Logan as a big baddie. Uh, although, I mean, it made sense because uh, it was a quite cool like, old versus young, but I just thought there's so much they could have done from like a Marvel X-Men universe. Yeah. Yeah, I I kind of thought that as well, and I've heard other people have that opinion when they've been reviewing it and stuff. They thought it was a little bit of a letdown, but um, yeah, it was cool. I I still liked it. Um, right, what's your favorite film of all time? Uh, I had to be thinking about this, and not gonna go down well with you, I'm afraid, but I'd probably have to say Pulp Fiction. All right, okay, that's all right. I thought you were going to say um, Transformers or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a total loser. Um, um, so what is it about Pulp Fiction? I, I can't remember the first thing I thought, but it's just one of the things. Like it's, I mean, everybody quotes it. It's just very quotable, and I just enjoy it when it's on. Like, okay. and, uh, it was the first Tarantino film I saw, so other ones, I started to see the kind of similarities and some of it's quite boring uh, and uh, I think one time you pointed out that uh, if, you li- if you kind of listen to it it sounds like 
Quentin Tarantino himself is having every conversation from for every character. Yeah. And yeah, when you you watch your film thinking that, it's so obvious. It's just him speaking like word for word. So another thing yeah. that basically could ruin people's lives is uh, if you're a fan of Terminator Two. Ollie's thing about that is that if you start listening to um, John Connor, uh, Ed, Edward Furlong, and start thinking of him as Bart Simpson or Kermit the Frog, then uh, oh it just ruins the whole film for you. Um, but yeah, that Quentin Tarantino thing, I like. That's my main point about them is like they never seem like real characters. But since you're doing us a favor by being on the podcast, I'm not going to argue with you. It's your favorite film. Yeah. You're allowed to have it. That's it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, anything else about Pulp Fiction or shall we do Popcorn? Uh, yeah, let's, let's move on to Popcorn. So, uh, the big question, Popcorn, yes or no? So, I understand the yes and then. For me, almost every other thing that you can buy at a cinema is better tasting than Popcorn but I still enjoy getting it on the occasion just probably for that nostalgic feel that you got popcorn when you went to the cinema like your mum and dad bought you it and then it just kept you happy but um, most of the time we'll go to the Odeon there there's a brand of barbecue flavour crisps I don't see them anywhere else and they are so good that popcorn go fuck itself what brand is it? Right. Pretty inventive. It's not. It's not a brand. I've never seen it anywhere except in the wee basket in front of the till. An Odeon. Okay. Cool. See when you find out. So the next time you go to the Odeon and you go watch a film, take a picture oh, of them and then post post them on the on the Facebook page or something. Um, Definitely. Yeah, I agree. I think like popcorn is basically just because, sort of like. I don't know, you just associate it with cinema and there is a nostalgia and stuff, but ultimately I think it's pretty shit. Um, what do you think about eating um, like fast foods and warm foods inside the cinema? Like, Ollie thinks that they're just stinky. and you'll. Uh, well, when we went to Logan, uh, Ilsa went next door and got uh, a large Five Guys chips. Oh, wow. Uh, and, brought, and brought that in. Were you allowed to bring that in? Or did she do a lady's handbag sort of uh, yeah, switcheroo? Yeah, a lady's handbag thing. But I, I, I thought the policy was you can. They can't really stop you. But I guess it looks weird coming off your McDonald's cup. And <laughs> you're just like, here, like, fuck you. I want this because it's better than your food. Yeah, and costs significantly less. Although maybe not five yeah. guys. Um, cool, okay. What's your life score right now? A nine. A nine? Yeah. Fucking um, hell. I, as of Monday, I've lost 13 pounds in January this year. Nice. Uh, um, I hope I feel better in every way because of that. And work's going pretty well, uh, although I'm looking for something else. I don't hate my job, which is a great position to be in, to yeah. think about moving on, but not want to get out of there. Um, I seem to have more spare time to do some little things like Lego animations, which I've been doing. And That's cool. Yeah. So it's a nine. Yeah. That that. I don't really think it's bothering me. That's one thing away from being at Disney World. 
basically. <laughs> One point. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the thing is, Ollie always go, has a go at me, but I'm, I usually ride around that sort of level as well anyway. So. Yeah. Maybe Coventry is just a depressing place to be from. Um, and I say that with yeah. conviction because I've been there and I know it and I also want to piss off a number of people that I know listen to it and are from Coventry uh, okay cool how if, many folk from Scotland have you asked for a life score? Uh, so far only one I think yeah. So, but here's the extra special thing is that provided I get this to Ollie quickly enough you're going to be on the Scottish films episode of Guys on Film so it's pretty significant. <laughs> uh, cool, right. The last question in the normal set is a wild card. So the one that I've got this time is if you could wake up tomorrow in the body of any movie star, who would it be? Uh, and I don't mean in their body, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, that's a different question then. <laughs> Okay. Just because he's a constant eleven. Like his life score is always eleven. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like he had so much fun beating that belt and coming from his wrestling background. Just must feel amazing every day, knowing that you could walk into any arena and every fan would love you, like just for being a wrestler. Yeah. But he's now a pretty decent uh, film star, making lots of money. Yeah. Forbes top 100 or something like that, I think. Yeah. Just, I think it would just be amazing. Can you do I'm an impression of The Rock right now? Oh, God, no. Okay. No, it's all right. I don't want to embarrass myself. Uh, I'm doing his eyebrow right now. There we go. Oh, yeah. Imagine in your mind a Scottish man doing a people's eyebrow. Yeah. And they've all got it. They've got it. Uh, okay, last two questions, and these are extras, so we're gonna have to be pretty quick, right? So, what did you think of the Universal Soldier box set? Uh, I've not watched them all, okay. um, but the fact that I have it is awesome. Like, right? <laughs> uh, I thought there was only three, um, I just have uh, not much access to uh, the disc player. Uh, when I'm buying myself, like, no, I may actually stick one on tonight then. Perfect. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I watched the Boston again just to. How, how, how many of them have you actually watched? Uh, I've only seen the first two. Right, okay. What's your favourite one out of those two? Uh, the first one. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, just a classic. Like. I think there might even be one that's not in the set that you got. Um, sorry about that. But um, it's like a straight to video thing that's on Netflix now. Um, but I like more and more I think they're starting to become like sort of uh, straight to video sort of things and they've like got Lundgren and Van Damme back in them because like those guys don't give a shit anymore um, cool alright and the last question I've got is uh, because this episode is Scottish films what what's your favourite Scottish film if you can think of one off the top of your head uh, I guess James Bottom's up there uh, more recently, I watched the Legend of Barney Thompson, Robert Carlyle's Barber. Oh yeah, that's actually, that's actually really good. Yeah, it surprised me. It was better than I thought uh, it would be. Yeah, uh, Emma Thompson. That's 
Scottish accent character was great. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. Was that she was at, like I I didn't really work out that it was her for ages because she's also like totally messed up and like covered in makeup yeah. and a weird wig and all that sort of stuff. So it takes a while to get it, but she is good. Like it once you know it's her, you start going, "Oh, is her accent like perfect?" But before yeah. that, like you, she's totally possibly Scottish. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Have you seen him in Trainspotting 2 then? No, I've not seen that yet. Cool. Um, missed it at the cinema, so when it comes around DVD. Get on it. Is it good? Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, but I mean, you'd know that if you'd listened to the last two podcasts, so... Ah, okay. You know. Anyway, on that awkward note... Uh, <laughs> Cool. Th- uh, thanks very much for doing it, Alan. Um, and um, keep listening. Yeah, hello. It's, it's been great. I've enjoyed every episode so far. So don't expect that'll change. Good stuff. Until here's the one with me on it. <laughs> oh, you're going to start your own rival podcast? No, no. I just, I just mean if I get more voice on your podcast, I think it's weird. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that is weird when you hear your own voice. I thought you were going to start off like Lads on Film or something like that. Um, cool all right cheers alan cool live score how are you live score i'm fine thank you live score out of 10 live score Pro- probably like a, th- a four so ollie what's your life score uh it's it's pretty good so i've, I've just come out of my birthday um 37. You've come out of it. Yeah, I'm 37. I thought you were 38. Oh, no, 37. I'm pretty certain that we've referred to you as being 38 about 10 times on that podcast. Yeah, um, but I also did do a bit of um, housekeeping in that podcast to say I had got it wrong and I you am got... actually 37. Well, I got my own age wrong, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even hear that bit and I did re listen to some of it. Yeah, no, I, I, I got my own age wrong. I'm, I'm actually 37, not... Because th- think about it. I, think about it. I was born in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> and it's now 2017, 37 years later. Oh, uh, you're an idiot. I know. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, look, uh, things, are, things are good. Um, went to see you've, Kong. You've got a year back. Yeah, got a year back. Um, went to see Kong with the kids. Uh, we all loved it. We all thought it was really great. So I went to see that on my birthday. Um, and I know you're kind of like knee-arsed about it, but I actually thought it was really good. And like, what, th- I'm thighed about it. Knee-arsed. What's a knee-arse? You're knee-arsed. Ollie, just stop the accents. I'm trying to cheer you up. I'm trying to... It's making me more sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay so look um we went to see it and i thought i thought it was really good you know how i was saying basically um logan had these terminator 2 vibes well kong in a way had certain like predator vibes as well it had loads of different references to things 
but with Predator, it was the fact that they've got a whole bunch of these. What are you doing in the background? No, just the arms of my chair creaked. Can you pack it in? You're gonna send me down a. You're gonna send me down the same path as you are at the moment. Especially when I have to edit it out. So anyway, um, <laughs> so basically, depression uh, edit. <laughs> yeah. So basically, the predators obviously got all these like banter soldiers, and King Kong. Oh, sorry, Kong Skull Island has the same. Basically, got this big group of uh, bantermen on this island, but it's really inventive. It looks stunning. Uh, special effects are great. The monster smash-ups are absolutely next level. The opening sequence where Kong attacks the the helicopters, which you do see a bit of in the in the trailers, is just phenomenal. But like one really weird reference, and I couldn't believe they put it in there. I think it's a twelve A. I think it pushed it into a fifteen. So they so they had a reference to Cannibal Holocaust in Kong where someone is impaled from mouth through their body and I assume out of their their bum hole. And, and it's like this big spider leg going through their mouth and it stretches their mouth open like as wide as possible. Like well, blowjobs and that. Yeah. And I just thought it's like, yeah, all right, okay. I just thought it was it was just extremely brutal, very graphic. And like I spoke to Eric about it afterwards, and he was like, "That was horrible. <laughs> that was that was disgusting." That but sounds was, like two poster quotes. Extremely horrible, disgusting, very graphic. Yeah, it yeah. was really graphic. I think it was great, and I liked how brutal it was. But I really needed to have heeded my own advice and checked the parents' guide. What would you give out of ten? Probably, I, pro- I really enjoyed it. Probably an, an eight. I loved it. I thought it was great. Inventive, colourful, action. And it suggests that you'll care about it in years to come. If you yeah. hadn't seen it on your birthday, would you? Uh, it's I love I love like kind of stupid big monster films and That's not know. what I'm asking you. I'm asking you will you remember it in years to come? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. You damn right oh, I'll remember it. Oh oh yeah. Oh, yes I will. Um, I, I so, yeah. basically feel like I'm going to go see it, but I'm preparing myself to not be bothered and probably forget it instantly. I yeah, feel you like probably John, will. John, John C. Riley will be the thing that ruins the tone of it for me. Y- you see, he doesn't. He doesn't. And I thought. Okay, well, I'll be the judge of that. Well, I'm being. The, well, seeing as well, I've sorry, seen I'll, it, I mean, I'll, I'll be the judge of that for myself. Well, well, I'm being the judge. Not, not for you. I will make your decisions. You're not <laughs> capable, you're not in the right frame of mind. Um, we've got your Kong score. What's your life score? It's a, it's a, it's an eight. An eight. Your life score is an eight as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. uh, it's been really good, and I've got the half marathon coming up this Sunday, so I've been training for that. Feel good. Feel ready. Feel like I can do it. I was a bit worried, but now I've I've done a few more runs and feel like I can do it. I feel like a, I can push myself on. And have you done a half marathon before? Yes. So what's the big deal this time? I'm fatter this time. <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah. when was the last time you did one? Uh, a year ago. Okay, that is substantial. Yeah. yeah. 
the chunk has come Crept on, up. I guess. Or whatever, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. So, how are you? What's your life score? I mean, um, probably down at the fours, I imagine. I, I t- five. No, I, I was saying I like um, Tarzan. Okay. I am, you know, pretty good. Uh, I'm not as depressed as I let on. I just felt really lethargic about doing another podcast after systematically throwing two away. Yeah, we've only systematically thrown one away, so that's not it's, much of a system. It's, it's just that you... Yeah, the system is get it, destroy it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's all been my fault as well, so... Yeah. It's not... Oh, well, it's been a technological issue. Don't be so hard on yourself, you bloody idiot. Um, <laughs> well, so... I, I don't know. I honestly haven't prepared much for this. I've seen a couple of films recently. I saw Jackie. I thought it was quite good. You spoke um, about Jackie last time. Did I? Okay, yeah. well, in that case, I've seen Taken 3 and yeah. uh, 127 <laughs> Hours. Oh, uh, what do you think, 227 Hours? I thought it was fine. It was all right. Oh, come on, man. The The only bit that I thought was really worthwhile was the end when he, like, gets out of the place yeah exactly but that's that's what it's what's so good about it because you he's you know drinking his own weed chopping his own hand off you know having mad visions you know boring oh come on man and Unless... like, but when he gets out and he's like and it's all that ace music and it's like yeah 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 and it's like ah it's no I wasn't bothered about it I think other films have done the uh, beaten through fuck um, really hard done by thing for hours and hours and then final um, payoff thing a lot better than that. Um, I think at, at the time it, it resonated hard with me um, because of, because of, I think, well, no, cause I think cause of personal circumstances at the time, I was at a pretty low ebb, um, okay. you know, things were going on as you know, at, at the time, I think that it came at the right time and it did actually give me a, a lot of motivation to, you know, to kind of... You do know, a half marathon. Yeah, do a half marathon. Carry on, like... Never you know, don't give up. Never don't give up. You know, if he can do it. it. It was. I think it was just that bit. So he has a he has a vision down in the cave or in the crevice or whatever you want to call it. Of the where baby he, boy he's never had or something. Yeah, and, and what he's going to miss out on and stuff. And then he just gets this little, extra little bit of let's not let's give it one last go and it's just like fuck yeah and then that little guitar riff creeps in and it's like didn't know whether to like watch it or headbang <laughs> um, it was just oh yeah and then I, said, I, love, I love it I think it's great I think it's a really good film it's an easy uh, nine for me I think it's probably my le- one of my least favourite Danny Boyle f- films but I mean that's I mean you know these are opinions Ollie we're all yeah. welcome to them look we're not going to agree on everything guys <laughs> <laughs> so um, what do you think to Taken Taken 3 yeah I, I mean it was good but um, it was good but it just reminded me that I think is it Gal Gadot who's the wife I don't know maybe I thought it was Famke Janssen is it am I just mixing up two completely different people yeah probably should I just look this up and check Oh, I'm hoping not to edit this at all. <laughs> I I think it is Famke Janssen. I'm pretty certain. 
Oh yeah, you're right. She does have a bit of a Gal Gadot look about. You're right. You are correct. They could they could play family members. Yeah, they could. I was just going to say that, like, oh yeah, they, I mean, they are really similar. I'm I'm not surprised. I thought that yeah. um, because I'm me and I did think that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, I just well okay. When I did think it was Gal Gadot, I was like, God, she's Wonder Woman now, and she's just such a pushover in this. Yeah. Like, not not that she gets killed. I mean. Spoiler alert. But, because, uh, I mean, you know, there's not much you can do about that sort of sh- shenanigans. Yeah. But just that, like, as a role for a woman in film, it's just like, God, she just does nothing besides be a- be around men who can do things. Um, Princess Peach. Exactly, yeah. Uh, besides that, I thought it was, you know, passable. Because I, I thought the first one was really good, but then I heard really bad things about uh, two and three. So just completely blank them i think two was all right ish i think three was the worst um forest whitaker is just rubbish in it and um liam neeson plays like a much more dottery old man in it as well he's like he's 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 bought his daughter (laughs) he's like hey i'm here hi i've bought you a teddy bear you're Has thirty. He, you're thirty-three years old. Uh, so he's the kind of dad that that basically is intense with his kids all the time, even if he's saying something nice to them. Yeah, like he says things like, "I want to take you to the fair." Yeah, exactly. But I'm like, gonna win you a toy, and you're gonna go on a ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he, like, when he expresses feelings, it's like, you know. That sounds extremely forced in this. Again, I mean, it's basically the Gerard <laughs> Butler effect of like yeah. Scottish man or Irish man doing an American accent in a gruff way. Yeah. Um, You're my daughter. I'm looking after you because I love you. <laughs> by, by the way. Does he have an intense phone call? Uh, I think so. I can't remember exactly. I mean, I only watched it two days ago, but it was just forgettable really uh, I've been doing lots of nice things that's about it really but I would say I was if it were if it weren't for you destroying at least two hours of banter if not more okay uh, with intent <laughs> uh, I think I'd probably be a nine but I'm going to go with an eight probably because it's okay. good everything's good okay oh, and I've just watched another great film but we'll talk about that in the main bit yeah. episode hey I'm, I'm glad you're on the up Shut up. Did really they swallow an insight? I hope that information wasn't false. So uh, we're getting into the the submersible once more, but this time it's for its intended oh, Ollie, see purpose. When you, and see when you start a deep dive, you can't just go like so, uh, 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 and then start like. <laughs> The first thing you say is the least exciting bit. <laughs> just, I'm just suggesting maybe start again and edit that. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what to say. Look. But just not like, uh, I don't know what I'm going to say. Oh, I'm saying it. I do, I do know it. what we're going to say. I do know what I'm going to say. Look. You could have fooled me. Okay. So the one man's farty submersible is being used for its intended purposes once more, and that's to chart the murky <laughs> depths of a watery body. Now, this watery body is Loch Ness. Oh. 
It's not yeah. yours then. See where I'm going? Yeah, Scotland. Scotland. So how I... deep is Loch Ness? Is it like five miles deep? Uh, I don't know. Sutton. How deep is it? How I deep don't... is your loch? Ollie, you asked me to get general Scottish facts. You didn't ask me to know Specific. answers to questions about facts that you are asking. You can't just have free reign to ask me any fact. But I do know that it's not the deepest loch in Scotland. What is the deepest? I don't know, but it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to know how deep Loch Ness is? Tell me. It's 227 metres. Uh-huh. And what what is it? What's it called? Loch Ness. Yeah, you've been getting it right. That's good. Yeah, I know cuz you've you've told me about this a long long time ago. So it's not 5 it's not 5 <laughs> 5 miles deep. <laughs> Neither is your knowledge of it by no. the sounds of it. Um the deepest loch is Loch Morar, um 310 meters or 1017 feet. Wow. That is amazing. So uh, we're going to be... <laughs> <laughs> wow, tell me more. <laughs> tell... Hey, cool story. Have you got any more cool stories? Not really. Okay, so um, we're going to be uh, deep diving around Loch Ness uh, and about, you know, look, it's basically to get in to do some Sean Connery accents. Um, and that's but I'm too it. depressed to do Sean Connery accents right now, Ollie. <laughs> I'm, o- I'm only an eight on my life score. Oh yeah, that I mean for you, that's quite that's scraping the bottom, isn't it? Yeah, the bottom of Loch Ness. <laughs> At two hundred twenty-seven meters deep, dredging the bottom of Loch Ness. Uh, okay, fine. So okay. we're going through some Scottish movies. So you've got a couple, mainly Braveheart, Highlander. Um, I've got other ones that are slightly better films overall. Um, Have any of them won Oscars? No, but they're um, high-quality Scottish films. Okay, Restless Natives, Gregory's Girl and Local Hero. Yeah, okay. Um, Where do you want to start? Look, it's your your country, so why don't you show me around? I feel like we've covered train spotting too hard, really. I've I've talked about train spotting too too much, really, recently. Yeah, Um, probably, yeah. So why don't we quickly talk about Shallow Grave? Have you ever seen that? I've seen Shallow Grave, yeah. Yeah, I it's thought it's not as good as 127 really hours. It's better than 127 hours by quite a margin. Says who? Me. Okay. That's yeah, no, I did. I did like it. No, I did. I did like that film. Um, yeah, and and I remember it being like. We had it on VHS, so we rented it from the video shop, and I wasn't allowed to watch it at the time because it was it was quite violent. Yeah, the drill to the forehead. Yeah, so my sister was allowed to watch it, but I wasn't, so I had to go upstairs and play Streets of Rage 2. So, I mean, one violent pursuit to another. Yeah. Um, so tell I... me about your experience. Well, yeah, I'm very similar. I was a video shop um, um, borrower of Shallow Grave, um, probably on my sister's Blockbuster card because I never had one. Right, okay. Um, did you uh, go and get it or did did she go and get it? I think she must have gotten it because um, when did it come out? 1995, four, three? Yeah. Two, like one. 
No, no, it was it was four. Okay. Um, and it's got a couple of the same sort of contributors that worked with Danny Boyle and other stuff. So Ewan McGregor and Keith Allen, uh, probably others. Peter uh, Peter Mullins in it. Peter right. Mullins in a lot of stuff that's coming up on this episode. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was really good. Yeah. I think the like the intensity of uh, Christopher Eccleston is good. Um, he goes yeah. full seven X mental. Yeah. Um, which is wicked. The shot of him up in the attic with hundreds of holes in the floorboards and the light sort of shining up through them is cool. Iconic, uh, some may say. Sure. Uh, some may. I'm not. Yeah, no worries, okay. not mine. Um, okay. No, it is pretty iconic. And then they kill the person and then they have to bury the body. Uh, yes. Yeah. Spo- spoiler alert. But I just thought it was cool and it's based in Edinburgh, I think. So um, it's one to add three watch lists. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's it. What have you got? Well, uh, so I was I was actually having a look at... Uh, Ollie, Ollie, sorry, did you know? Can I just what? give you a little bit of Scottish knowledge? Or scholage? Yeah. In... Um, scholage, okay. In 1942, a bunch of Ministry of Defence lab people... Um, Detonated six anthrax bombs on the island of Grunard Bay just to see what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the island was quarantined until 1989. <laughs> so what? I mean, what what did happen? All the sheep died. <laughs> <laughs> okay. True facts, direct from Scotland. <laughs> see that? <laughs> what? Why though? I mean, there must have been a, a reason behind it, but. It, it, Do you it says it was just banter? to see what happened. Just banter then. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, carry on. Uh, so I've been looking into Highlander. Uh-huh. Uh, so what do you... I mean, look, I, I've got bad memories of Highlander 2. I've never seen 3, but 1 uh, was, a, was a film that I saw when I was younger and it, it did freak me out a little bit. So... Just to quickly describe the film, you've got a Frenchman playing a an, immort- an immortal Scotsman. Um, what do you mean an immortal Scotsman? He is a train, and he's flying. No, so he's he's immortal, isn't he? Uh huh. But so are all Scotsmen. Oh, is that an, that fact was coming later, wasn't it? <laughs> Sorry, yes, I'll save it. Yeah. Uh, so he he can basically only be killed. Um, if his head is severed from his body, so that's AKA, not immortal, really, is it? AKA decapitated, AKA <laughs> beheading. Okay. AKA he's basically a zombie. <laughs> yeah. So, but he's he's probably got a bit more uh, conversational skills than a zombie. You just need a translation uh, translator for zombies. Is what I hear. That's the word on the street. Is it? Uh, I think they only know maybe oh, one did, word. Did Depending you, on what film you watch. Were you just speaking zombie? Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, so, in comes the Kurgan, which is this uh, dude played by Clancy Brown, and he's a big old fella, and he's kind of got, like, these mad skull, skull things all over him. And he basically just wants to chop your French Scotsman's lad's head off as a prize. So they just basically go at it 
and it's like a bit of a chase film. Queen do a few of the songs on the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's fine. It's not Grenine, though, is it? It's not good. <sighs> but it, it was massive. I just don't understand why. But it was, though. And I think a lot of it was to do... I think a lot of it was to do with just the imagery and a lot of it to do was to do with Queen as well, I think. And Scotland. And Scotland as well. And and probably just the fact that, you know, heads were getting lopped off. That was probably a, a big part of it as well. I mean, you know, it was a simpler time. You could <laughs> you could have that in a film and it was it was okay. It was probably, you know, it was quite it was quite a big deal. Nowadays, you know, in a twelve A you can get people impaled from mouth to anus and it's like, you know, kids can see it. Whatever. Well, yeah, I mean what, whatever. Kids whose adults will take them to see it will. Hey, it's a twelve A. It's a twelve, eh? It's a twelve, eh? Uh so anyway, I've got a fact for the Highlander. Mm. So Scotland is the only country in the world where Coca-Cola is not the number one beverage. <laughs> No. What? What is it? Is it? Is it Iron Brew? It's Iron Brew. Yeah. And you're going to be livid, aren't you? Soon. Why? Well, you know why. You know what's happening. Oh, they're You've removing. The they're removing half of the sugar. Yeah. Well, actually, I've got another funny point. Uh, sub- a supplementary point. In 2010, Iron Brew's manufacturer, AG Bar, agreed to stop using the controversial colourings Sunset Yellow FCF. <laughs> and P- Ponso 4R as they're both thought to cause hyperactivity in children right <laughs> they haven't got round to it yet <laughs> oh really seven years later it's still part of the ingredients wow so uh, so is that you... is that why the other week so you had a, a life score where you had a can of vine brew uh-huh. and you felt like pretty mental and you had a mad headache do you reckon that's it's down to sunset yellow um i think the mad ed- headache the mad addike um was unrelated i think um actually if anything that probably helped me but you did get loads of work done yes <laughs> okay so originally um so they're probably not taking half the sugar out that's just my final word on that okay so yeah they're, they're just saying it to appease people so yeah. originally uh christopher lambert uh, his his role was originally offered to Kurt Russell. Mm, Imagine that. that. But Kurt's then girlfriend Goldie Horn talked him out of it because it was shit. Can you? Ma- I, d- I don't know how that conversation would have went. Just you what? In all Scottish? No, don't do that. Do this one with me. Oh, what, Overboard? Yeah, do this one with me instead. Go was on, it'll Overboard be like... that year? Maybe. For the sake of sake of the joke, it was, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Good. Let's just run with that being the same time period. But, I yeah. mean, I, th- I think maybe um, Christopher Lambert... I mean, he's certainly not my second choice after uh, Kurt Russell. I mean, my, my brain doesn't jump from Kurt Russell to Christopher Lambert, especially then. But... Really? Um, I think him being in it is maybe part of the weird charm. Yeah. His, his weird, stilted <clears throat> uh, accent and English is maybe part yeah. of it. So Highlander, was it, Highlander was it 2 was... Two that had Sean Connery? Yeah, so 2 was 
a nightmare. Um, they were filming in Argentina, and at the time, um, basically the the country started running into problems. So they, so it was harder for, you know, it, the the production became a lot more expensive. Basically, like halfway through, like it just skyrocketed. So that's why uh, it's mostly shit because. Okay. You know, they couldn't film a bunch of stuff and it was mental. But uh, a couple of facts here as well. So Highlander 2, uh, Michael Ironside sliced open Lambert's hand with a sword. In in reality. In, in reality. And um, what did uh, the badass Whisperer have to say about that? <laughs> well, was he, he, didn't, on, find, was he, on he didn't find out until three years after. <laughs> was he on set basically breaking uh, Sean Connery's wrist over and over again? <laughs> yeah. So Sean Connery was was on it, but he was only so he was actually only filmed for seven days, <laughs> and he only appeared on it for seven seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yet, yet he was at the height of his career and demanded fifty-five so, million. Listen to this, and I've had I've had experience of this kind of thing as well. So um, basically, like. Um, so obviously Sean Connery was by far the, the, the biggest star in the film. Um, so it says here from an article, uh, Connery was able to maximize his salary <laughs> whilst <laughs> minimizing his work commitments on the film. <laughs> How many minutes do you need me for? <laughs> Tell me no. <laughs> Okay, Argentina, that's a, an extra 12 grand a day. <laughs> Listen, Sean, we're going to need you to work for at least 10 days. Is that okay? Nine. It's, no, it's have... five. Meet me halfway. Eight. Don't get smart with me, sonny. It's seven or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so also, uh, so he, he shot for only seven days and he recorded a voiceover in a Spanish villa, not a studio, <laughs> which produced a strange echo effect the producers ended up leaving in the film. Excellent. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant because basically he just he wouldn't go to a studio. To he's, do just it. Done, he's just on holiday in Argentina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so, that was that was right in the period with his sort of bald head and moustache right yeah and he also he had a um in in his contract um he had a written policy that demanded that no one spoke to him about james bond and anyone who did could be fired <laughs> <laughs> okay fire him <laughs> and yeah. fi- fire yourself while you're at it because you're making me angry just thinking <laughs> about you what about uh, um what about got, people who were just talking about like glue and things like that it's like yeah we've got a, we've got to put a, a wig on christopher lambert how we how we how are we going to we bond, gonna bond that fire him <laughs> uh did christopher lambert have a oh yeah he must have yeah, huge hair yeah yeah yeah. Okay. yeah yeah okay was he bald though was christopher lambert bald I don't know. I'm not saying Chris. Look, I'm. I'm not saying he had a wig. It was just, again, for the joke. Let's run with it. Um, a couple of Sean Connery facts. Um, okay. So first, so Sean Connery used to work as a coffin polisher in Edinburgh. How much did he get paid? Uh, what are the hours? <laughs> <laughs> 
You're going to have to work seven days a week, I'm afraid. Oh, uh, could I maybe cut you off there, Sonny, and maybe make it five at most? Um, then he uh, also... He's going to polish these coffins in a Spanish villa. He also had it written into the contract in Highlander that any time anyone referred to the amount of hair that Christopher Lambert had, they would be fired instantly. <laughs> And uh, the Museum of Scotland in Edinburgh has a range of exhibits selected and donated by celebrities. Sir Sean Connery chose a crate of iron brew. Nice. Uh, So there you go. Um, Cool. What else you got? Highlander 3. (laughs) (laughs) have Have you seen it? Do you no. know what it's called? Do you know what the do you know what it is? Highlander Highlander three colon beyond the thunder gnome the final dimension. Ah, great. And there's also one. There's also one called Endgame as well. Um, but the reason Col- why is it colon Endgame? <laughs> Endgame. But this is um, a game in your end. Get can it? You let me finish. Colon. So this was interesting because it's it's directed by a man called I'm not going to be able to say his name, but it's Andrew Murahan. Uh-huh. And um Is he, he Scottish? So we would know him from the November Rain video and the You Could Be Mine video by Guns and Roses. Guns or roses. Guns, guns to roses. So yeah, he did the he directed the November Rain video and the You Could Be Mine video by Guns slash Roses. Is there a scene in? Is this uh, sorry uh, Highlander three <clears throat> colon the final whatever? Hello. Hello. I said, is this Highlander three? Yeah. That you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So is there is there a scene where? Um, Christopher Lambert pulls out his sword and then the helicopter flies far away from him as the sand blows off while his hair is going everywhere and he just pretends to play a solo on it. Yeah, and there's probably a uh, like a, a wedding that gets absolutely ruined as well. Because, um, his, because he gets his head chopped off into yeah. the cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, you know, these things happen. So what have you got? So that's your Highlander stuff done. That's my how that listen, I'm done with Highlander now. <laughs> I'm so done. It's almost like an end game. Yeah. Um so on Highlander Endgame, I'm just rapidly um checking this. Uh, okay. because because it might be a related thing, right? So Endgame. Here we go. Here we go. Highlander Endgame 2000. I'm pretty certain this is right. It's Edge from wrestling. It's Ad- Adam Copeland plays somebody called Lachlan, right? And he he stars in that. And I remember back at the time that it came out, which is two thousand ninety nine two thousand or whatever. Yeah. Um, there was a little um, segment on WWF Heat, which was the crappy Sunday TV program that they would put out. Um, yeah where it highlighted the fact that he'd like got this crap cameo in this crap movie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe check it out if you're interested in more wrestling-related shit noncery in the cinema. Um, mm, no. Adrian Paul and Christopher Lambert in that one. And Donnie Yen as well. Oh, really? In Highlander yeah. Endgame? Mm-hmm. He's come a long way. 
Yeah. Wonder what Christopher Lambert's doing now. I don't know. Anyway, so tell me about tell me about the these are the films that you've watched and you and you know about. Well, can I just drop one other thing in? Is that the most recent film that Christopher Lambert has done uh, is called Dirty Cash. And just before that was Kickboxer Retaliation. Right, okay. Okay, yeah, so a couple of films I've got. Like, these are ones that are not going to be, like, massively funny to talk about, right? So I'll go through them quite quickly. But they're basically films that are ingrained in my memory from growing up. And in particular, Local Hero is one that I'd watched when I was so young that I don't think I've ever re-watched it again. Okay. So I, bu- I bought the DVD and uh, watched it again tonight and liked uh, it. Yeah, um, okay. Tell me about by- it. So it's basically about uh, an American oil salesman who comes to the UK and uh, like oil salesmen, you know, anywhere, they're after the land so that they can get... um, Uh, Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, Uh, just... You know. Scoundrels. And he happens to have the second name McIntyre, which is my my mother's maiden name. Um, So, you know, it's all weaving together here. I think yeah. we're probably related. No, yeah. in actual fact, he's not even Scottish. He's a fake. He's a phony. Um, yeah. But anyway, so he goes across and, you know, long story short, he tries to convince the locals then. He's getting them to, like, spend... Um, to agree to giving the land away and taking yeah. the money. And then there's one stubborn local and blah, blah, blah. I'll let you see the end yourself. But yeah. it's it's a good, funny movie. Um like the opening scene in it is in America and um, the oil salesmen are around a desk talking about like the potential deal, but they're all whispering because the boss is asleep at the table. Right. So like that, that's basically the tone of it. Like none of it's particularly serious, but yeah, it's okay. got like a little bit of heart. It's a sort of feel good film. Um, and yeah. I would recommend people watch it. Also, um, Aberdeen, where I'm from, is the oil capital of Europe. So oh, right, okay. there are other things that are ingrained into this that are wow, okay. close so to me as well. They're going to want to keep you, aren't they? <laughs> Who? They are. The Europe. Yeah, they are. Whereas we, uh, Eng- England will get punted because England are being daft, aren't they? They're being silly. <sighs> oh, I don't England know. England and Wales. Let's not e- let's not even go there. Let's not not even go there. Um, but okay. what what else I will say is um, there's another film as well that's like um, vaguely related to this. There's an, a documentary I think you can find on Netflix, um, okay. which is a which is about um, Donald Trump and the golf course. So basically, right. similar sort oh, of yeah. stories like Yanks coming across trying to like take you know Scottish land sort of thing, and it's called You've Been Trumped. Yeah, um, I would watch okay. that. It came out a good few years before he became. The way you said <laughs> the way you said that, Yanks. <laughs> you know, you've got your Yankees coming over. Yeah, they're, they're coming here. They're taking our Scottish golf courses. Um, yeah. So anyway, local hero is good. It's um, by a director called um, Bill Forsyth, and um, Bruce he, Forsyth. Then. Yeah, and uh, when it came to <laughs> deciding how much money seemed credible to buy the beach in Local Hero, they just played a game of higher and lower together, and he yeah. came out of the right man. <laughs> cool. Do you think this will be believable? Um, so, yeah, that's that. Then there's also uh, Gregory's Girl, which is like quite a well-known one, and link yep. back to um, what you um, were subjected to on your birthday last week. 
um, was the Claire Grogan version of Happy Birthday. She actually yes. plays a uh, main character in this. Yeah. Um, and this is also directed by Bill Forsyth. And I think tonally they're quite similar. They're kind of just silly films. And they're also kind of just like like sort of tone poem things. They're just stupid. Like they go on, there's not an awful lot of story. And then, you know, they wind up and they're quite good fun. Um, yeah. So basically, this is a guy called Gregory. He really fancies this sort of, uh, like, good-looking, like, um, football-playing, cool girl who's maybe a little bit of a tomboy at school, but, like, he just seems to be infatuated with her. Um, And then he tries his hardest to um, sort of convince her to come out with him or whatever. And turns out she's not interested, and it all sort of goes tits up. So, like (sighs) like any honourable man... He yeah. just moves on to the next girl and meets Claire Grogan. <laughs> just nice. goes goes out on a nice walk with her, and then the two of them seem quite happy. So um, that's a yeah. good film to check yeah. out. It's very yeah. like it's very seventies Scottish. It's really dated, but so it's question. Good. Go on. Who's your favourite Scottish actor or actress? Um, of all time. Of all of the time? Um, I'm not sure. I think, like... For the sake of the podcast, can you just... Can you have one? I haven't thought of it, really. I mean, I like... Uh, what's his face? Brian Cox. But, I mean, yeah. he's got he's gotten really bad recently. Okay. Not really bad, but he, like many people at his age... We'll, we'll kind of just do video on demand stuff, hope no one notices. Yeah. I mean, he was really good in Manhunter, which uh, amazing, is, yeah. Um, I actually think he was preferable for me as Hannibal Lecter, um, and as you heard I on a couple of podcasts ago, um, and that was Rachel, our you the viewers' favorite film. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Brian Cox is good in that. Um, I don't know who else. Really, I actually really quite like Ewan McGregor. He can same good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same. like. It's a bit of an obvious choice, but he's good. Yeah. And then there's Sean Connery, who you can have a good laugh watching his stuff as well. So Yeah, okay. That's cool. Uh, I'm, I'm in agreement uh, with, with you there. No, I'm glad that you agree, because yeah. I wasn't changing my mind. Yeah, well, uh, listen, I was going to talk about um, Braveheart, Braveheart, but I know, I know how much it, it bothers you. Um, but it, the, there's just a couple of uh, things here. So It doesn't cited- bother me. Listen, it's cited as the least accurate historical epic of all time. <laughs> I mean, William Wallace wasn't even Braveheart. Robert no, the I Bruce know. was. Yeah. I, I know. Do you? Well, it, it says it on IMDb. It says Braveheart was actually the nickname of Robert the Bruce, not William Wallace. So I, I, I had that fact in front of me. Yeah, I, I just said that. So, and also, so here we go. We all know that Mal Gibson was far too old to play William Wallace, right? Obviously. So, but he also felt it as well, and he he turned it down. He said, I'm not going to do it, but the studio said he he needed to, or else they wouldn't give him the money. Oh, So you've got to give uh, Gibson a little bit of credit, I think. Well, no, he still did it, didn't he? (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, you know, what do you think to his accent in it anyway? To be honest, I can't remember it that clearly, but I didn't think it was bad enough that it really turned me off the film. The English English are are horrible in that film as well. They're like, they're just so rubbish. 
they're like they're, and they're, 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 what, they're like nasty. basically well just like it's such baddies like at, at the end they're they're all kind of lined up and they're being all smug and going do you want to see a a king i hope he goes i hope you've wiped your bottom because you're about to have a king kiss your bum or something and it's just like they're, they're just such twats even i hate them yeah so Basically. sorry I, I don't understand your point just just that like <laughs> i imagine if mal if mal went out for a drink with both of us he'd probably you know you and him would be laughing at me by the end of the night i think i mean conceptually he's laughing at you already <laughs> yeah <laughs> so here's it do you want a fun do you want a fun fact to cheer you up I've already got one. Scotland's national animal is the unicorn. <laughs> sure. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Look it up. Next. What have you got? That is actually true. Carry on. Several of the major battle scenes in Braveheart had to be reshot. Do you know why? Because Peter Mullen accidentally stabbed somebody up with a bum with a big sharp stick. Uh, also, extras were seen wearing sunglasses and wristwatches. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine being on the set of like an historical—I mean, factually incorrect—historical epic, and having a, pair of, having a pair of Ray Bans on, and just thinking, "Are they? Are these the right time period? Did they have Ray Bans back then?" Yeah, probably. Also, you're not that person. I am, or at least I'm taking their name. <laughs> so yeah like, when when did they do wristwatches was it around the time of like that brave art lad or what <laughs> they wouldn't have been from coventry i mean that <laughs> would also be inaccurate well actually the um the most of the extras of the of the uh, from the army scenes or the the fighting scenes were f- were actually from the irish army sure well sure. fair enough there you go. As long as it wasn't the English, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Preswick <laughs> Airport is the only place in Britain that Elvis ever landed. That's in air. That's near where my dad was from. Right, okay. Give uh, these people air. Give these people airshire. <laughs> um, cool, okay. What next? Braveheart. What else with Braveheart? Well, nothing really. It's just, I mean, you know, I think it's okay, but, I mean, it it is largely, basically bollocks. Um, I think the timing of it was good because, um, I mean, whenever it came out, Americans probably would have eaten it up because I think that was, like, really... Those were the people who were like, oh, my God. Um, Yeah. Just, like... They hate the English, too. Like, they were the least questioning of... um, some of the historical accuracies, at least at the time. And that's no offence to any real American historians of... Um, I'm sure, look, battle. I'm sure there is plenty of American historians listening to this podcast right now. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Um, I think that's our main demographic, isn't it? But the timing of it was good because I remember the 1996 European Football Championships saw Scotland go play England and the whole, <laughs> the whole thing was around the... Uh, the vivid imagery that um the blue half a blue face kind of thing yeah yeah that um um gibson had sort of set up the year or two before or whatever yeah and then we get absolutely pumped um which is the <laughs> the usual scenario yeah but yeah the timing was like the tartan army were all out in force and then yeah you know people were being referred to as braveheart and whatnot 
Well, I think I think probably like they'd have in terms of accuracy and you know I think if they made Lego Braveheart, it'd probably be just about as historically accurate as as actual Braveheart. So maybe they should do that. Maybe, maybe. Um, a butcher in Castle Douglas makes Iron Brew flavored sausages. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had them? No, I haven't. Right. And I think that's pretty much it, really. I've been told to suggest Hector. I've never seen it, but, you know, maybe add it through your watch list. Okay. Um, so what's your favourite Scottish film? Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> who's your favourite Scottish actor? Uh, Christopher Lambert. Okay, cool. Great. Yeah, and Mel Gibson. <laughs> maybe... <laughs> We <laughs> should check out a shot at glory with Ali McCoist and Robert Duval. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, that's. I mean, that's pretty. Um, it's covered everything. I mean, that's all of the best ever films from Scotland. Yeah. We oh, there's Ratcatcher as well, which is a highly acclaimed film. Yeah, Wicker Man. Wicker Man. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's a great film. Whiskey Galore. No, uh, Wicker Man's a. I'm going to say it again. Wicker Man is a. A great, great film. film. I'm not talking about the Nicolas Cage one. Before oh, I'm anybody, talking about both. Before these American historians start writing in again, I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the, the your, your original one. Okay, so you just sure. put your quill down and chill out. Um, I remember seeing a film when I was really young at a friend's house and it was just about basically a, a man who was a real-life version of the Scots porridge oats man. Uh, <laughs> I, he was a tiny little dweeb when he was younger and then he, he wrote away to some man uh, who had like a fitness uh, book and then he started reading it and doing these like sort of exercises and then suddenly he turned into like a six foot nine hero that just wore a kilt and like a sort of cable knit uh, cream sweater um, right. I can't remember what it's called so I'll put it on the Facebook page Okay. Sounds talking good. of that if people want to check these sorts of things out if we forget things or housekeep them or put lots of fun stuff up online which I've not been doing recently but I should so then just go to facebook.com forward slash guys on film if you want to contact us which you should do go to guysonfilm.co.uk forward slash contact and we're on twitter and instagram at GOF podcast make first contact what's first contact what's that from? I just know contact with Jodie Foster I don't know there probably probably is one called for... isn't that the one with Charlie Sheen no, that's Arrival. Arrival. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the Arrival. There's probably one called... Uh, look, there's going to be a film called First oh, Contact. We'll Star, find out. It's Star Trek, First Contact. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, great. Ollie, you got anything else? No. No, that's it. Just uh, thanks for listening again. <laughs> Fucking hell. What an exciting way to end the podcast. Uh, I, I shall, don't know. Shall I hit you with one more fact? Yeah. The longest echo inside a man-made structure was a re- was recorded in Inchington Tunnel's World War II storage facility near Evergarden. So that's just an echo in a tunnel. And how long was the echo? <laughs> Doesn't say fucking oh, ages. Oh, for God's sake. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it better be at least 25 minutes. <laughs>